0: This podcast is brought to you by Digital Workforce Solution, where we show organizations how to create work that your people love. If you're looking to unlock cost savings and efficiency at scale, improve operational efficiency, and improve employee and customer satisfaction through digital transformation, then this is the podcast for you. In each episode, we'll cover different aspects of process automation, which will help you execute your automation journey as successfully as possible. Make sure you follow us on LinkedIn or visit digitalworkforcesolution.com to speak with us. Hello and welcome back. I'm Trello Stewart, Project Manager and Business Analyst for Digital Workforce Solution, and I will be your host for today's podcast. On today's podcast, we will be speaking with Ashley Borah, Senior Process Automation Analyst, and Markika Harris, Lead Solution Architect for Digital Workforce Solution, on what a technical solution architect looks for in a process definition document to accelerate automation. Welcome to the both of you.
1: Thanks, Charles. Thank you. We're glad to be here.
0: So let's jump right in. On a prior podcast, we discussed the importance of business process documentation. On today's podcast, we will piggyback on that discussion and talk about what's needed in a process document to be able to automate that process. So my first question is for you, Markika. What makes up a good process document?
1: Um, thanks, Cheryl. So I've been developing automation a business process for well over seven plus years now. I've used multiple technologies for the automation. Um, the key thing that I really look for in a process Document is the process itself. Um, is the process standard? Is it standardized um, and stable with few exceptions? Has the process flow been mapped out? You know, is it the process def is it in the process definition document at the appropriate level of detail? So usually you have, you know, a high level summary summary detail, and then you have kind of a, a level two where it's a little bit more what well thought out and then you have the very detailed like screen by screen what are the things you're clicking on. So does the um another thing I look for is does the business team have a good understanding of the exceptions uh for this process.
0: That sounds very much in line with what we heard Ashley speak on in our previous podcast. The process needs to be understood. That's right, Trellis. The process itself needs to be understood and documented. I know from my work with the solution architects that when I document a process, I need to understand the workflow and any exceptions. So the process document also needs to explain what a person should do when there is an exception. Thank you both. And I think it's really clear now that a process document needs to capture the standard process, any exceptions, and the workflow for completing a process. Markika, now that we've talked about what a good process document looks like, what does a bad process document look like? Or what are some of the pitfalls that people need to avoid when completing process documentation from your perspective? Um, Thanks.
1: So from my perspective, a process document should follow a standard template that captures some key areas, like I I said before, a high-level overview of the scope, the target systems, A high level mapping of the manual process, but it also needs to capture the list of other functions impacted by that process. It also should get into uh, a step by step overview of the process. We previously mentioned documenting the business exceptions. So that's really important as well. Uh, The other key areas to include are any process improvements needed to get to automation. So I typically see most of these in the process document, but not always. If these aren't included, then it makes it really difficult to be able to automate that process. So to answer your question, a bad process documentation is one that is too high level and doesn't fully cover the process or the impact to other functions.
0: Thank you, Markika. You mentioned that there's typically a standard template for process documentation that companies will use. Do you feel it's important to involve someone such as yourself when preparing a process definition document? Sure, um, absolutely, Uh,
1: because a solution architect is going to look at a process definition document differently than what a business analyst would do. Um, We're going to want to understand the main path for the process workflow, but we'll also dive in much deeper, usually on the business exceptions that may exist in a process. All of these need to be captured to be able to uh, automate a process without
0: needing to involve a human. Now, Ashley. I'm curious to hear if you see things the same as Markika. I recall from our prior podcast that you've been documenting processes for a long time and even prior to working on a process automation. I definitely agree with everything Markika has said. In my prior experience, I really only thought about documenting the process from a business continuity perspective, but I didn't really think about automation at the same time. Looking back at it now, I can see that there were likely some areas that I missed in the process documentation because I wasn't documenting the process with the thought that I would want to automate that process.
1: I think what Ashley is saying is one of the key challenges we see on the technical side is our focus is automation. And to do that, we have to look at at the process through a different lens.
0: That's very interesting. I'm sure many business analysts go through the same process documentation steps that Ashley did. But don't really think about the process documentation from the perspective that they will be automating all or portions of the process.
1: That's right, Trellis. Um, And there are a few other points that need to be captured that you wouldn't normally think of when you're documenting a process. For example, from an automation perspective, we need to know when the process is performed and what the schedule looks like. We also need to understand if the process automation can kick off without the need uh, for human intervention.
0: Well, thank you, Markika and Ashley. This has been very insightful and helpful. And thank you to everyone listening in on today's podcast. If you have any questions on business process documentation with a lens towards automation, please reach out to us at digitalworkforcesolution.com or feel free to message us on LinkedIn. And at Digital Workforce Solution, we create work that humans love. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening. To speak with our team, please contact us through digitalworkforcesolution.com. And until next time, follow us on LinkedIn to stay up to date on the latest information around intelligent automation.